The controversial Chinese tech company Huawei announcing that they will be moving their research center from the U.S. to right here in Canada. This in response, they say, to regulations and tensions with the United States. And as you may recall, Huawei's uh, CFO, chief financial officer, still in Vancouver under tight restrictions to her freedoms as she fights extradition to the U.S. over charges of violating sanctions against Iran. That all playing in the background of this story. And joining us uh, now with more on this is our friend Ian Lee, associate professor, Sprott School of Business at Carleton University. Ian, my friend, how are you today? Uh, good afternoon, Jeff. I'm doing just fine, thanks. Good. All right. Uh, just uh, how surprising was this announcement from Huawei, considering, yeah, the background I just mentioned here with the CFO that we know has been in the news for some time, that they're actually going to move their research center here to Canada? Um, I think they're trying to do um, Huawei, and the, the CEO, is, who's the owner, the founder, is uh, trying to do sort of a play good cop, bad cop. You know, they're saying, you know, but in reverse. <laughs> that is to say, they're saying, oh, the United States is bad, but there's here's our good friend Canada up here. And uh, because I think they've realized, he has realized, and the Chinese have realized, that the United States, they're not going to make headway in the United States. Um, the security establishment in the United States has been very, very critical of Huawei and warning of the risk, but not only the security establishment, I'm talking, you know, the uh, National Security Agency, CIA, and so forth, but so have uh, senior members in the Congress and both the House of Representatives and the Senate has spoken out publicly uh, about the threat that this represents. Um, And then, of course, the president has done so. And uh, so you've got a, a pretty, uh, uh, not unanimous, but a very strong, clear um, uh, consensus in the states that Huawei is a threat to the United States. So I think that they're seeing the tea, light, tea leaves on the wall and, uh, and the writing on the wall, and they're saying, look, we're not going to make headway there. And so uh, they want to retain a toehold, I think, in North America because they realize pr- Trump will not be president forever. Presidents come and presidents go. Uh, you know, they uh, you know step down or they're defeated or they or they serve out two terms and then they're gone. And uh, and uh, the the CEO of Huawei was actually saying very flattering things. Mr. Wren was saying how uh, Canada is more open and more civilized and more tolerant and that sort of thing. And so I think they want to keep it to hold. Uh, we are, you know, very close partner of the United States. We do have NAFTA, and shortly the new NAFTA. And so I think that they're really um, abiding their time. They know they're out of the states or are going to be out of the states pretty soon. And uh, so they want to keep a toehold by relocating into Canada um, and by and saying good things, of course, is is smart move because his daughter is in, uh, being held under house arrest here in Canada. And um, so he... Okay, so this might make sense sorry, for Huawei and the U.S. has got uh, concerns when it comes to their security. So having said all of that, yep. should we here in Canada be welcoming Huawei with open arms? Mr. Trudeau has said it's under discussion, it's under review in the Canadian government. I do believe it is under review. I have no doubt about that. I think it's also fair to say, and I certainly hear this over the uh, the grapevine here in Ottawa, but it's also been reported, I think there's a split in the government in Ottawa. And when I say a split, uh, I'm talking about a split in among senior public servants. Uh, the people who handle CSIS, I think, are opposed from what I've heard. Um, and the, the, let's call them the spy guys. I like to call them loosely the spy guys, so everybody knows who I'm talking about. Uh, I think that they're, that they're on the same page as the American uh, intelligence officials. They see Huawei as a threat. 
Mr. Trudeau, though, as we know, the government, the, the liberal government in Ottawa, is making uh, positive noises. We've got to reset the relationship with China and so forth, and they put a new ambassador in who's very you know, pro-growth uh, and pro-business with China. And so I think that Mr. Trudeau is trying to walk a very fine line down the middle on the one hand, he doesn't want to alienate our largest trading partner in the world, the United States. On the other hand, he wants to chart a different course, and 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 he realizes there's a huge market in China. We all know that. And so I think he's trying to keep his options open. And I do not believe, Jeff, I do not believe it's, it's, a, it's clear or a done deal one way or the other whether they'll ban Huawei. I think they're leaning, the Trudeau government, the, the, the political level, is leaning toward allowing Huawei in. I think the bureaucrats are probably more, at CSIS and the spy agencies, are probably much more opposed to Huawei coming in. So mm. there is this split in the government. And what's driving Mr. Trudeau, it's not, I, I'm not, a diff, I'm, you know, I've been very critical of Mr. Trudeau. At the same time, I think he's doing this for political reasons. When I say political, it's part of his agenda. He wants to grow the economy, and uh, and he sees a huge uh, secondary market for Canadian products in China. Sure. So if he says no to Huawei, Ian, and not to mention the economic implications, but as you just laid out, there's so many other political implications, including yeah. the fact that there's a couple of Canadians being detained, of course, yeah. in uh, China. I mean, are they going to see this as a slap in the face if we say no to Huawei? I think they will. And I'm not trying to advocate uh, that we should be approving Huawei. I don't want to make I'm just putting the options that we face on the table. I think the Chinese uh, government is much more willing to and bully us simply because we're much smaller. We're less powerful. It's one thing to you know go after the United States. I mean, it's a it's the superpower. It's the world superpower, and uh, so they walk much more carefully and tread much more carefully because the Chinese economy is so dependent on exporting to the United States. It's Canada, it's the United States' largest uh, partner now, uh, and so they have to treat them much more uh, delicately. Whereas they can uh, slap us around. And they can, uh, you know, throw weight uh, uh, about uh, and threaten us. And that's what they've been doing. And, of course, they can take our, our people, uh, two of our people who broke no laws, are completely innocent and have held them in, in very unpleasant circumstances. They are being held in much worse conditions than, uh, than the, uh, the CFO, the daughter of the founder of Huawei, who is being held under house arrest in a lovely home in Vancouver. So my point being that the Chinese government can intimidate us more because we're simply not as powerful. And, and they know that we're more vulnerable and they've got more leverage over us, not only because of the two uh, people in uh, Canadians they seized, but also because we're a much smaller economy than the U.S., and they know our farmers really want to open up markets and export to them. And so they're, they, the Chinese government, are very cognizant of that, and so I think they're playing a very strategic game here to put, to put huge pressure on the Canadian government to not only approve Huawei, but also, of course, to release uh, the woman who's under house arrest right now, the CFO of Huawei. Yeah, what is the advantage for Canada if we do indeed accept uh, Huawei uh, into our country and this research center and maybe do other business with uh, Huawei? I imagine they certainly come with uh, a lot of cutting-edge technology, uh, a lot of jobs, Ian. Are those the two biggies? I think so. Uh, uh, full disclosure, and I'm not involved with them at all. I have no relationship, but they have invested and uh, put uh, research dollars into 
quite a few universities. My university is one of them, by the way. Okay. Um, and uh, but we're by no means alone. I'm not trying to defend or or celebrate. I'm just saying. That's well, full disclosure. Sure. Full disclosure. There's about I think ten universities across Canada. They've been very strategic. The Chinese and Huawei have been very strategic, and and they there are some serious dollars that are being put into Canada by Huawei, and there's been serious R and D put into Canada in uh, research partnerships in these various universities, and they are bringing cutting edge technology. I mean, Huawei is growing like crazy outside of North America. If you look at the numbers, they're growing like wildfire in Africa, the Middle East, and Europe. Their sales are up some 20% year over year, which is just incredible. This is not a fly-by-night company. It's one of the largest telecoms. I think it's the second largest in the world. So, And, and they are producing cutting-edge technology. So this is going to be a very tough decision. I'm very I'm very sympathetic. I don't believe the, the, the people in the, uh, the spy agencies, the intelligence agencies in Canada or the States are just making this stuff up. They, uh, they they don't tell us the basis because, of course, it's all top, top secret. But, you know, I just don't believe they come out, you know, and may give these press conferences or issue these warnings saying, look, this is this is a very grave risk to national security. They know what they're talking about. They have the data. You and I don't. The rest of us don't. So I have a full respect for them uh, uh, and, and acknowledge that. On the other hand, I can understand uh, Trudeau's dilemma because, of course, the jobs, the, both the exports of grains and seafood and, and, and finished goods and, and, and timber and oil and gas and so forth to China is potentially enormous. And they're investing cutting-edge research and technology in Canada. So it's a very, uh, I, I really do think it's a very, very tough, tough decision facing the Canadian government. Yeah, this uh, story is full of so much intrigue as we've been talking about politically, uh, economically, uh, not to mention here we are, the government trying to decide whether they're going to accept this company and its research center when this company sponsors our major touchstone, a hockey night in Canada on top exactly. of it all. So <laughs> it'd be very yeah. ironic if the government said no to uh, Huawei's uh, business, <laughs> yet they're yeah. the sponsor of hockey night in Canada of all things. They, they've been very strategic. Huawei and their investments and their courting and uh, and wooing uh, Canadian organizations and of course the uh, the governor of Canada. Yes. Ian, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure, Jeff. Thank you. All right, talk soon. There's Ian Lee, associate professor, Sprott School of Business at Carleton University.